they say man can't live on bread alone. Well, Doodle Dad over here can eat the shit sandwich of shame for failing to earn bread for his family of five for the past five years in a row without wanting the chance to rectify. But applying for jobs doesn't guarantee job interviews, nor do job interviews result in immediate job offers soon after, especially when you have a hard time restricting yourself from being overtly flirtatious by talking about your super sexy presence being in her life and that being a reason for her to hire you because she'll be lonely, depleted, and miserable uh, without that chance to achieve uh, elongated love in your presence while communicating that message without actually saying it, but by flirting with her through Zoom, through your eyes, and that being enough to give her cold feet in the end. Ha! Respectful impressiveness. We'll get there soon. Thank you! Very much! But applying for jobs doesn't guarantee job interviews. No do job interviews result in immediately receiving job offers soon after where the marketing director that you like to think got all sweaty and hot and bothered on your behalf during the Zoom call because you're the freaking second coming of Hugh Grant on stilts who hasn't had a freaking steady job since you worked for the creative group with Robert Half. You used to start up pitches to creative directors at Ogilvy and Mather while pitching a copywriter, a female copywriter, and opening the pitch with, I'm representing a copywriter who works for Digitas, who's the second coming of Peggy Olsen from Mad Men minus the mousy veneer. Respectful impressiveness. Ha! Thank you very much. So yeah, applying for jobs doesn't guarantee you job interviews. Or make up for the fact that you've been fired more than a Palestinian slingshot. Ha! For deciding to use your freaking office on 39 Broadway to fax copies of your Always Sunny and in Philadelphia script, the gang got outsourced to send to production companies and agencies, which is completely short-sighted and beyond dumb, knowing that it was unsolicited stuff and they wouldn't read it in the first place. So your chances of getting representation that way, that sort of game plan in life had less legs than Lieutenant Dan. Ha! Respectful impressiveness. Ha! Except when your vanity vagina sabotaged your chances of achieving steady employment ever again. Thank you! Very much! Yeah, so the marketing director at the chef's warehouse nods with respectful, impressive Meant after you reference your 41,000 page views in your WordPress blog, dun dun dun. Well, the marketing director adds, Yeah, I saw that. 
on your writer got game resume? And I said, at least somebody fucking noticed. Ha! Respectful impressiveness. Thank you very much. But how do you cope exactly with your mother resenting you making a yummy, delectable, homemade pesto mozzarella sandwich? Mozzarella being made from local De Chico's Italian supermarket on bomb sesame loaf, also made in house, all on your mother's dime during her visit back east. Which only reminds you why you'll always be the sloppy second son in her eyes, regardless of writing for TV twice at this point in your life, and giving her three beautiful grandchildren in the process, that being Arthur Morris and Cornbluth, Matilda Everless Magic, Shoshana Cornbluth, and Samuel Chosen Curls was bound to. Woo! Ha! Best of three worlds. Thank you! Very much. Did I mention the fact that I wrote the well-reviewed Great American Jew novel who Diane Sullivan from the Midwest Book Review described as a hilarious exploration of New York comedy and culture? Ha! Which means that I wasn't too overtly pushy, Jewy, annoying for the Heartland's taste. St. Louis, I love you a long time. Ha! Mate Peony, this one's for you. Thank you! Very much! How do you black out your mother-in-law calling you pathetic? Which was, what, five years ago? And uh, this is after you've banged out 131 comedy records in 13 months alone. No big deal, man. John Lennon wished he was as productive during his stay-at-home dad years. Ha! For stroking off my creative, extremely prolific prowess a long time. Ha! Respectful impressiveness. Thank you very much. How do you cope with your nurse wife? Won't get kinky with you in the bedroom anymore during foreplay. Or being particularly open. Giving her good old stiff choke on the neck while mounting her from behind in the past because you're already choking her too hard. Financially. Respectful. Impressiveness. Ha! Mounting. Mountainous. Haws! Long time all the time. Pelvis thrusting forward on. Ha! Thank you very much. So you, how do you cope? You become committed to becoming the best cocheterian, worshiping comedian that's ever lived. Granted, Jerry Lewis, A. Krabs Benedict, Woody Allen should have stuck to just eating tuna tartare at Elaine's. And who gives a shit about David Steinberg eats what Paul Reiser orders and Nathan Alice besides before smash and grab robberies in Beverly Hills went viral? How was Hollywood ever mad crazy into Paul Reiser's so so special sandwich number 5,000? <laughs> Fine. Paul Reiser was, was mildly amusing in Beverly Hills Cop, but Gilbert Godfrey funny, he wasn't. On the set of Beverly Hills Cop, 
Gilbert Godfrey says, Paul, what's the difference between the Long Island Lolita, Amy Fisher, and your comedy career? They both blow. Donkey balls. <laughs> Is Helen Hunt cute enough to be reformed Jewish? I can't tell. If Helen Hunt is as good as it gets. I'm Money Bruce's Taylor in Comedy Heaven. Lenny says, easy with the needle, Gilbert. You're shakier than Eugene. After coming to the son of his cousin shitting out more crapola. And based on Albert Brooks's ballooning girth and highly developed sense of dark humor, resulting from his comedian father dying from a heart attack after killing at the roast of Lucille Ball Pryor. I don't see the West Coast Woody Rock in the kosher-tarian diet any more than MAGA hat. Props on the set of Curb Your Enthusiasm for Episode 7 Seinfeld Auctions off a of Porsche for charity. Hope half the proceeds went to Larry's kids. Respectful impressiveness. Ha! Another one, Seinfeld. The Antipas Seinfeld smirking for five years. Unless... He can give us a credible excuse for why he's completely oblivious to Cosby being a serial rapist for four decades in a row. Where were your powers of observation then, Jerry? Ha! Respectful impressiveness. Nothing but net. Going, going, gone. Mr. October in September. Ha! More perfect swishes. Thank you very much. Again, how do you cope with being... Dependent on your wife's sweat labor on her feet at the NICU while she checks for vital signs on blue-faced newborn babies. When all you do is check for retweets, you shoot for perfect laugh lines on your do-it-all-daddy-your blog to recycle on your latest and greatest comedy album, Watching Hacks Cry. I don't like Snoop Dogg claiming culturally appropriated Ric Flair so freely during his 30 for 30. Doc titled, You're a Boy and I'm Not. Ha! Iceberg Slim was pimp of the year for six years in a row, at least. And we got Ric Flair on our team. <laughs> 16-time world champion. You better recognize. So don't get your pigments twisted, dog. If you want to beat the man, don't get bent over by Suge Knight in the can. No offense, Snoop. But you don't hear Ric Flair yelling, Dog fighting! Woo! That's a MAGA country thing. Don't be culturally appropriating our shit. Watching hacks cry. Ha! Has anyone on SoundCloud in Lahore, Pakistan tried Snoop Dogg's wine yet? According to Wine Advocate, it tastes like mouthwash used in Pornhood hell. Ha! Respectful impressiveness. And this is Snoop Dogg. This is not Snoop Dogg. This is Eminem and Dr. Dre discussing the merger between LinkedIn and Microsoft. Dr. Dre says, Hey Slim, did you know Microsoft paid $4.5 billion for LinkedIn? And Eminem says, Oh, what? LinkedIn is lamer than ever, yo! Ha! Respectful impressiveness. Thank you very much! Hey, SoundCloud, Lahore, Pakistan, you feel me? Ghana, you feel me? Remember when Snoop Dogg, I mean Eminem, called Trump the new Hitler? I sent him a tweet later that day. I said, hey, Slim, 
when Trump bought Mar-a-Lago, he actually lifted the lifetime ban on Jewish membership. Slim on facts. Shady. Respectful impressiveness. Ha! Kanye lives. Thank you! Very much! You cope with being a dependent, deplorable, bitchy underling that gives the fucking gimp and Pulp Fiction a bad name by perfecting perfection in the kitchen with your heavily workshop pesto ribbon pasta with kosher air fried chicken thighs and sliced cherry tomatoes on top and you grow closer to God and your three kosherian loving children through the more yummy dances you make. What the hell is a yummy dance? My father says, stop acting like you're anything more than a sheltered bum. My father adds, in my mind, glad he asked. Yummy dances are standing ovations, curtain calls, and victory laps in your dishes honor all combined into one as your three biggest fans in the universe run around the living room through the kitchen yelling, best daddy ever. Ha! That's a yummy dance. It puts you in touch with the divine, because God only gives kids to only the lonely. And this funny man giant is lonely. No more, no more. Aerosmith lives. Ha! Rocks forevermore. Thank you very much. But that song, No More, No More, is actually on the album. Toys, toys. Toys! Ha! That being toys in the attic. Thank you! Very much! Yummy dances are why holiness rocks. Yummy dances get you addicted to achieving such holy powered highs. But how do you cope with your son wanting to meet your old friends? They can be bothered to comment via text or state a mode of love online. About your 131 comedy records posted on LinkedIn to shake up the corporate control. But in the not-so-straight world, <laughs> when uh, they support you-know-what, the same so-called friends of yesteryear who left you for dead, you decide to befriend Sean Lennon by sharing your book, Controlling My Kids a Comedy, a love story, or nudge him to check out your comedy record, Final Kill Shots, <laughs> or Laugh Yanker Love on SoundCloud. We showcase some A-plus stay-at-home female slayer comedian material. Such as, this is John Lennon, two days into being a stay-at-home dad. Choke on a fucking cucumber scone, Paul. Even primal scream therapy has its limitations, mate. But Kate Spade wins the award, hands down, for the most passive-aggressive suicide note of all time. That she left for her daughter, only daughter. The note read this, it's not your fault, dad will explain. Dad explains. Explain what? How I was the one who was an impossible to live with? What a bag of shit, Kate. Joan lives. Ha! Respectful impressiveness. The other day, my son says, I prefer vaginas with no hair. I've seen mamas before. And I had big boobs. Complimented better. Rodney lives. Ha! Respectful impressiveness. Soon after, Sean Lennon is financing my recording sessions at Electric... Lady Studios to release my box set of common records to be released before I'm famous, which is like an Eagles move in reverse. 
And we'll be calling this box set for the ages. 133 records later. Totality of me. Ha! Holiness. Killing Hackery. Thank you! Very much! But isn't holiness being a monk? Which I've got going for me outside of, you know, still wearing like button-down Banana Republic uh, dress shirts uh, with jeans. Now that like the weather is like semi-nice and I don't have to perform these comedy records uh, topless in Tommy Bahama shorts. So I could feel like I'm doing my best Joe Perry impersonations from Aerosmith without the uh, groupies and new selection of tight puss galore to bang on demand soon after. Holla! Thank you very much! It's my year without beer. And I'm six months in officially. So, go look yourself! Holiness kills hackery. Holla! Isn't holiness perfecting perfection? If God represents other and his holiness and the children from Israel and from Forest Hills, Queens, Doug Allen represents Holla! Yours truly too. Holla! Are molded in his likeness. Then shouldn't I want to dress up my son like Nature Boy Ric Flair for Halloween? Because he already whips out his schmeckle spot whenever he likes while I yell and catch phrase bliss. Nakosha, baby! Holiness killing hackery. Holla! Respectful impressiveness. Thank you! Very much. Mind of a yummy dance works like this. Your goal is similar to getting laughs at the local farm when you're there to pick up some farm fresh eggs whenever another MILF hits on your youngest son. Chosen curls with Bounta. Woo! And says, your son is such nice hair. When he gets older, he's going to have three girlfriends to juggle. And you'll say, if James Woods had this kid's face, your estimates wouldn't be so conservative. Laughter fills the air. Daddy kills again. So the goal of a yummy dance, similar to scoring another lap, is simple. Respectful impressiveness. Which makes hacks cry. Ha! Especially when they're in your doodle dad tree-powered trunk orbit again. Ha! Thank you very much! That's your reward for not making any bread yet off your creatively jacked dome. Relentlessly innovative might and shishi bitch enriching dead leanings just yet. <laughs> I know this is my second time using the expression respectful impressiveness, but only Shakespeare can invent words like thoughtless while dice coins expressions such as I got a friend with these trans testicles. Ha! And for the record, Chick-fil-A. <laughs> Richard Pryor, in his book Confessions, describes a time when he had an affair with a trans girl, and he said it was the best piece of pussy Bill Maher never had. Ha! Respectful impressiveness. Thank you very much! Personally, I'm against Drag Queen Reading Hour, specifically, because fluorescent library lights don't look flattering on anybody, especially on a poor man's Marilyn Manson impersonator. No offense. 
And if I see Trans Father's Day trend on Twitter one more time, if I were to check it out for all time's sake, I am breaking my Chick-fil-A strike for good. Either you're an involved father who gives a shit, or you're not. Nipple tits. Also, getting shafted, feeling shafted, shouldn't be such a shock to your system anymore either. Ha! Respectful impressiveness. Thank you very much. One time my daughter asked, Daddy, was Shakespeare trans? Because he always dressed up like girls in all of his plays. And I say, I don't know if Shakespeare was trans, but I think Kevin Spacey is gay about lunging backstage at the Olympic Theater at Othello in tights. Ah! Respectful impressiveness. I sampled that joke on the character Billy from Six Feet Under at the local Target in Mount Kisco. The joke got a big laugh from Billy. Even slapped my outstretched hands that I placed there to receive a high five of approval in return. That's a yummy dance. That's holiness killing hackery. Watching hacks cry. Ha! High on holiness. Thank you very much. Holiness killing hackery is best. Whenever I receive some help from my kosherian comedian loving friends. He's my firstborn, Matilda Singing Rose Cornblood, a.k.a. Effortless Magic, a.k.a. Ten Homer Daily, a.k.a. Deltoids Dawn Strong as my creative sounding board for all my common record titles. For two younger brothers, Art Show USA and Hardcore Hunger Rocks are in the room with her first. Matilda says, I like Dragon Longier a bit better than Half Heap Crazy. Sloppy Second Stories is a good title for your deck collection of flash fiction short stories, but I still love the original title, Waste of Height, Really Short Stories, the best. Archer USA enters the room and interjects. Am I going to design your record cover for Greatest One, Daddy? But all your records are great, so isn't Greatest One a tad one-note redundant? For your taste, youngest son, Hardcore Hunger Rocks, a.k.a. All Metal Baby, points an imaginary remote control in my direction and says, Pause, Daddy. I write the jokes for your comedy records. Got it? Moron, son. Eat my butt water. Ha! Daughter adds, you should do that Greta Thunberg bit again on Greatest One, Daddy, where the dad freaks out on Burry Brow. Your word's not mine for keeping his twin daughters up with more eco-anxiety despite popping melatonin gummies like nerds at 10 o'clock on a school night because a doorman can't keep a typhoon out of the townhouse duplex on the Upper West Side. Respectful impressiveness. Ha! Why don't I sweat? Fears of global warming because Al Gore's speaking career has cooled considerably. Ha! Respectful impressiveness. But how do you cope with your kid outgrowing their broken down rusty bikes on a hot August day while taking them out for a spin, knowing you can't afford to replace those bikes anytime soon because you're still so broke, your Hebrew name is under judicial review. You include them in. The magic making time in the kitchen by sticking your son in pistachio deshelling detail before making their farewell pesto bow tie pasta supreme. Love supreme. Coltrane lives. Where's that statue? Ha! No offense. I think that Coltrane should get some preference before uh, George Floyd Appreciation Century. Statues are us. Thank you very much. So you... Stick your son in pistachio, deshelling the tail for making their farewell pesto bow tie pasta supreme before leaving for Delaware. Your Nazi goal to save with us, ha! Which was a bust because you decided to get funky fresh and add excessively bitter sage leaves to the basil, which is a 
Deplorable dumb daddy move. Ha! <laughs> Shishi bitch boss. Ha! You don't add bitter sage leaves to the basil pistachio nut mix, which is a bad idea, like Hunter Biden making crack cocaine his bungalow at the Chateau Marmont before he was forced to give a blow for a blow painting, allegedly, which is a bigger cock tease and a lap dance with no touch policy and Kid Rock's yacht harpooning the most. Ha! You cope with being a dependent, deplorable, bitchy dad by savoring the sheer joy in all three of your children as they inhale what's being held as your best batch yet, daddy, while your youngest one comments in an ultra-focused manner, too yummy for yummy dance, before resuming his role as Belushi 2.0 and Cochetarian House, holiness killing hackery. Ha! Respectful impressiveness, high on holiness. Thank you very much. But how do you cope with having to dip into your daughter's tooth fairy droppings that she haphazardly left on the kitchen table before camp that your parents paid for again so you could pay for your kids' slushies at 7-Eleven without having to charge more fun time on the credit card before mommy gets paid again when your cell phone is due to get deactivated the day your family leaves for Delaware? Well, you have a week to get your manuscripts together so you can enjoy Sammy Hagar and George Thurgood in St. Louis with Mike Peone. Mission accomplished. Ha! Red Rocker lives. And I want Sammy Hagar as a new face of Men's Journal. So take a fucking hike, Ryan Reynolds. Deadpool in tights. Compared to Sammy, you look like a fucking metrosexual lesbian. Okay! Dennis Leary lives. Ha! Thank you very much. So how do you cope? You throw Ronnie Dangerfield's No Respect CD in the car, in your, in the car that your parents least to use when they visit uh, twice a year, <laughs> uh, only to hear your eldest son say, "Daddy, your common records are way better than this." <laughs> Daughter adds, "Yeah, Daddy, Ronnie just sounds boring, depressing here." And his first joke was about being on The Tonight Show prior. So Rodney shouldn't be so unenthralling from the start. Respectful, impressive, mint lives. Ha! I had Jimmy Fallon's writers hate him now because when Jimmy Fallon tried to rope off Trump's hair on The Tonight Show, a real-life skinhead never emerged. Respectful impressiveness. Ha! But if I'm still not scared of Trump, then I'll never be into my mother as much as Seth Meyers. Ha! And every time I, you know, go to the oral surgeon again, and they have to excavate my mouth and get rid of my wisdom teeth or fillings that completely collapse upon themselves, and I just need to get more teeth yanked out. <laughs> and whenever I ask the doc for a laughing gas, I think of Seth Meyers when I say, Doc! I need funnier laughing gas! Ha! Respectful impressiveness. Thank you very much. Then again, I'm the sloppy second son for a reason. If Jimmy Kimmel cares so much about the environment, then why is he so wasteful by only using smart water for some post-show bong hits because his gal pal Jennifer Aniston hooks him up in bulk. At the same time, smart water adds bounce, adds extra bounce to your step. All of a sudden, you feel like Jennifer Aniston on the rebound. Our State of the Union is like Stephen Colbert's handle on funny these days. Shaky. It's too bad Bill O'Reilly is no longer important enough to impersonate. At least O'Reilly gave Colbert 
gravitas before Comedy Central executives re-signed Trevor Noah for the foreseeable future. Hey, Trevor Noah, Conan O'Brien wants his good luck maroon hoodie back from the Harvard Lampoon holiness killing hackery. Ha! Respectful impressiveness. Thank you very much. On the other hand, you might be thinking, shouldn't you only focus on getting a decent paying job in corporate America again? Sure. But like Frank Zappa said, magic is what happens between the notes. And nobody's stopping me from creating more magic time on my time between new job interviews on the horizon. Come rain or shine! Sinatra lives. Ha! Finishing strong. Well, more yummy dances and random hugs from my son behind can buy me some more holy time to shine. When your son takes a bite out of your kosherian wings with a homemade barbecue sauce that's made with a pomegranate glaze and states with divine powered authority, always kosher daddy, holy time shines. Getting fired up to please your favorite people in the universe is when holy time shines. A man can't live on bread alone, but he can get by on laughs and yummy dances in between with a little help from his kosherian friends. Joe Cocker lives. Ha! Respectful, impressive, mint. So stop thinking children don't appreciate extra effort. Stop thinking aiming to please your children through cooking is antiquated fun. Stop thinking your kids are a less worthy audience to impress. Stop thinking that doing things for love alone don't matter. Stop thinking your life is fantastic without your kids adoring you in it. Stop thinking kids are an impediment to middle-aged fun. Or that pitching your grandchildren to hang out in an observatory in Arizona beats going to Disneyland after you promised that before and then pull the Indian giver of all Indian giver moves and act like that sloppy second constellation uh, should be accepted warmly without question. Ha! Respectful impressiveness. Thank you very much. Stop thinking kids don't sense half-assed love from a mile away. Stop thinking technology is zap your kids' ability to emote in your honor. Stop thinking you can't inspire your children to follow your lead. Always kosher daddy. Holy shine time is holy bonding time. And that's as good as it gets. James L. Brooks lives. Ha! Holy time shines on. Lennon lives. Watching the wheels. Thank you very much. Respectful, impressiveness, rules, holiness, killing hackery. Ha! High on holiness till the end of time. And I feel fine. Michael Stipe, too, I'm assuming. Still, especially post-COVID damage done. Holiness. Killing hackery. Ha! Thank you! Very much.